Welcome to the inaugural episode of Who All Gonna Be There, a podcast by artists for artists. We will talk cash shit about everything from pop culture to high art. Sometimes we'll invite other artists out on here to talk while plying them with libations and or snacks loaded with high fructose corn syrup. Because we're classy like that. And guess what? Because we're a podcast, hashtag no filter. FCC who? FCC where? (laughs) There's going to be a whole lot of cussing and liberal use of A-A-V-E, because nigga, we out here. Sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> that was typed in there. We're supposed to add the sound effects later. No expense spared. <laughs> <laughs> um, first up, you probably want to know who we are. I'm Mel. I'm an artist, uh, youth program manager, curator, whatever labor folks decide to pay me for. I'm Yosef. I'm Max, Maximiliano. Um, I am the other half of Nat Turner Project. Video performance, um, installation, poetry, um, aspiring podcast, um, celebrity. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome to episode zero of Nat Turner Project, the first of many. We're excited to do this. Mm-hmm. Um. And before we get started, um, just a side note on how you can support Nat Turner Project, which uh, provides fiscal and um, spatial support for artists of color throughout Portland. Um, You can donate to our Patreon. Um, If you donate at a certain level, you're able to receive our monthly zine, Book of Sedition. We're now on number 22, I believe. Yeah, 20-something. Yep, almost two years. So, And then uh, once we figure out this podcast shit, we'll figure out how to give you exclusive episodes at a certain level, too. Because I see other podcasts doing that as well. Yes, members-only episodes. Yes. Um, You can also buy stuff from our Etsy store. Um, We sell our 
uh, first year testimony, which is our first year of curations and art shows, um, back when we started out in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Um, and we also sell buttons and tote bags and other shit, so you should definitely buy stuff. And then once we figure out this podcast thing, again, <laughs> we'll figure out how to get on iTunes, and then you'll be able to um, do reviews for us. Is that it, Max? Um, yeah, Patreon, um, our Etsy store, our website. Um, we need more Patreon members. Um, the more Patreon members we have, the more podcast stuff we can do. Patreon funds our podcast. Um... Yeah, we're going to be on iTunes. Look out for us. Um, follow us. Subscribe. Bookmark your dog. Um, yes. All right. Cool. Um, we're at Nat Turner Project on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we still have Tumblr, I think. Um, yeah. Can I break the fourth wall by saying it's very, very hot in the sound booth, and I did not prepare for that? Yeah, you can. I think those are all things we're going to take into effect. <laughs> To account. I'm going to bring a fan in here next yeah. time. Because it did feel cooler in that outer room mm-hmm. than more than it did out here. Yeah. But now, yeah, it is a little, especially if the more bodies we add, it'll get warmer. But then a fan will make noise too. Oh, that's true. Unless it's like a silent, playlist fan. But if we have people up in here drinking and stuff. Yeah, there's like a venison like that. Maybe there's oh. ventilation. Okay. We'll figure this out. Yeah. It's going to be real lo fi right now, y'all. So just, you know. It's not that low fi It sounds pretty good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but um, we'll have to skirt skirt that line between um, educational space and wild Nat Turner Project podcast site. Do we? <laughs> Do we really? <laughs> All right, so uh we have a list of things that we're going to talk about um on this our episode zero before we bring people up in here you want to just go through the list um i guess like i know that do some podcasts do that or they hit the things on the top but i don't really care <laughs> <laughs> i mean we can oh, I guess that's like like an overture or something but you want to wing it i just want to jump into number one okay go for it um you know, full disclaimer, um, as much as we have uh, bad boy, crazy personas, we... <laughs> How did you get through that without laughing? I just have to go somewhere For else. whom are we bad boys? Um, I think people have, like, numerous pictures of us, like, breaking bottles and uh, um, <laughs> spray painting walls. <laughs> but, um, little known fact, we actually enjoy... Um, some things that are some would deem as nerdy. I think enjoy is a very strong word, but continue. <laughs> we are aware of things. <laughs> yes. That people may deem as nerdy. That's accurate. <laughs> um, so this first one, um, Marvel. Yes, um, we're talking about Marvel, um, an extension of Disney, the Disney Beast. Um, Marvel just ended. Phase three, mm-hmm. which um, for non Marvel heads, for non Marvel zombies, right? I guess um, <laughs> is twenty two films, ten years of uh, culminating into um, this massive crossover. 
Um, so there's a recent what Comic Con, yeah, where they uh, announced San Diego, San Diego Comic Con, where they announced the future of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and um, their slate for the next what five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so yeah, so that ends through Phase Three, and now they're pre- uh, advertising Phase Four. Yeah. Phase three officially ended with this last Spider-Man movie. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I still haven't seen that one. Oh, okay. Then I guess we can't talk about that. We can talk <laughs> about... Is it on here? It's on <laughs> No. We can talk about Endgame. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to be real. I'm a little tired. I'm fatigued. I'm marveled out. I yeah. need a break. Yeah. But there were things about Endgame that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a nice little send-off for Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did not enjoy was that Hawkeye spent a full five-ass years killing people of color and was able to be redeemed. Yeah, Hawkeye did do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I still think that still goes into um, standard... Uh, Hollywood comic tropes of expendable black characters, expendable uh, characters of color. Mm. Um, I already know you've you know expressed in the past, of course, Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but... don't get me started about Logan, because I don't know why. I'm not gonna say you, y'all, because I I don't exactly know your opinion on Logan, but I know a lot of black folks who like that movie, and I'm just sitting here like, why? I feel like a crazy person. They killed a whole ass black family. Yeah. Um, with this, like, graphic brutality that was not bestowed on the other victims of Logan at all in that movie. And folks were just okay with that. Yeah. No, it was, like, a reason to be like, oh, yeah, we can be extra graphic or extra gruesome. Yeah. And I, maybe this is a slightly tangent, but I have similar... It's not on the list. I have similar feelings around um, Midsommar. Right. Oh. Mm. Midsommar. <laughs> um... Yeah, in game. Um, yes, I I appreciate the send off for Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I guess I enjoyed the callousness of Thanos's first death. Yeah, Thanos had um, some bars though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My favorite is like, what was it? You could not deal with your own failure. Where did you bring that? Where did where did that bring you? Back to me. <laughs> Bars. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. That's Shakespearean. Very. Um. Yeah, I do feel I do feel um, Marvel fatigue. Um, maybe that's why I haven't seen Spider Man yet. Mm. Um, I am I am a fan of Spider Man, but yeah, I guess I maybe also do I do watch. Videos on YouTube, Marvel videos on YouTube. So maybe like those are also like over inundating me with um, mm. Marvel things. So maybe like even though I haven't seen the movie, I feel like I know pretty much the plot. Um, so I should probably watch. Stop watching those. Um, but I am honestly, I am kind of curious about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, just because I like uh, the chemistry between the two of them. <laughs> Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Anthony, make daddy Sam. a sandwich, Mackie. Um, is that a different movie? No, that's a thing he said in real life. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh right. I think I remember seeing that clip or something. Yeah. Misogynist, <laughs> be misogyny. No, that's true. That's true. Um, 
I mean, I guess. Yeah. I'm interested in the um that what's that the other Elizabeth Olsen character? Wanda. The Wanda Red and Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch one with uh you know Vision. Vision. The oh, Wanda Vision one. Yeah. I think that could be interesting. You know what I'm not interested in? Um Hawkeye. <laughs> that's also Black Widow. I don't give a damn about that. Oh yeah, that seemed like some weird like uh, contractual obligation they had to Scarlett Johansson they like promised her a movie or something yeah um because yeah it's like now gonna be said in the past or something yeah. and, and how many fucked up Russian stereotypes are gonna be thrown <laughs> up in there I feel like we get five or six of those movies every year yeah how many bad Russian accents yeah <laughs> and if I have to deal or see the whole I'm a monster because I can't have kids subplot I swear well, I'm not going to go see it, so I'm not setting myself up for yeah. failure like that, but no. Like, and I'm torn because, like, I wanted better for Black Widow, the character. And she got a raw deal, but also I hate Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> she is an asshole. And, sh like, she's a rich asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, so she's fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I mean, Disney now just has every flavor, so they're just going to offer... So everything up for everybody. Yeah. But it's all going to be Disney. What did you think of, like, their first, like, out queer character in the canon? Of, in uh, Valkyrie? No. Valkyrie is not technically out yet. Oh, well, I know with the way they've been saying that, Thunder, they, Love and Thunder is going to be... They've been promising a lot okay. of things. We'll, we'll get to Phase 4, but, um, like... Then who was the out character in Endgame? It was played by one of the Russo brothers in that scene um, where Captain America is having the little, like, the the group, yeah. the support group. Yeah. And he's talking about being out on a date and how they cried before. Oh, right. The shorter Russo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that was offensive to me. Wait, you're short too. What the hell? What kind of anti-shortness is this? It's not anti-shortness. That's within the short community. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think it's interesting that the first, I don't know anything about Russo's personal life, yeah. so I don't want to assume he's not queer, but I know he's married to a woman with kids. Yeah. So, like, isn't that saying at all that, like, the first queer-coded character, or no, not coded, but the first out queer character is, like, played by the one of the directors who's framing and controlling that narrative? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's weird. Just something about. Yeah, no, definitely. And it was a white cis male. Right. We well, you know baby steps. <laughs> well, that brings us to phase four. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I feel like they're realizing, not just like, not just Disney, but um, I guess all the other studios are realizing like, uh, you know, always, always like where the money is and always like trying to follow what people want, and I think they're just, like, realizing, like, how far behind they've been with stuff, so now, like, everybody's trying to play catch-up with their different, like, diversity movies. Mm, diversity um, movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, I guess on some level, you're like, okay, yeah, that's, like, I guess, like, what causes it, but then if it still causes something that's more interesting, um, even if it's still, like, within this corporate spoon-fed, um, understanding. Yeah. Um, yeah, phase four, uh, 
I guess I don't know how I fit. Maybe I'm interested in the Eternals. Maybe. Um, not really when they read the roster. Um, Angelina Jolie still getting roles. Um, yeah. What else was there? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I am interested in Blade. Um, I hope Wesley Snipes goes in for a cameo or Whistler or something. Or is like Blade from another reality if there is multiverses by now. Did you enjoy all aspects of the original Blade movie? I didn't like Trinity or Trilogy. I didn't oh, like Ryan didn't Reynolds or Jessica Biel. But what, like the first one, though? Um, I'm trying to remember. I liked the second one the best. Really? Um, okay. Where they had the, the Reavers or whatever, the ones that were hunting the vampires. Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like I've over time slowly become a fan of Stephen Dorff, I guess, the yeah. guy from the first one, Deacon Frost. Has he done stuff since? He's in the most recent uh, True Detective. Oh! The one with Mahershala. Yeah. Did people watch that? I thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> and he's also in a Britney Spears every time that music video. <laughs> I don't even. I, you know, in some ways, we have very different cultural reference points. <laughs> for Stephen Dorff, or just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the first Blade. Like it was iconic. But there was definitely, like, something weird about the way the black female character was treated in that movie. Oh, yeah, right. Like, there was kind of an aggression towards her from from Blade that, I don't know, it still reads really off. And then the fact that that character just disappears and they never mention her again. Right, in the sequel. Super weird. Yeah. I don't know. I really love that actress, too. What happened to her? The ambush... Right, or I think it was her name. But I'm not sure. Yeah. But I hope that they kind of get rid of that undercurrent. Yeah. I wonder, like, which way they'll go with it. If it'll be, like, more, like, PG-13. Yeah. Or if they're going to keep it R. Yeah. Um, what I, kind of humor will be in it? Yeah. And I think it is important to note that for all the quote-unquote diversity in these diversity movies, as you so poignantly called them, <laughs> not a single trans character. Not a one. Yeah. So, that's some bullshit. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, what's even going on. I know Natalie Portman gets to be Thor. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, I guess. Yeah, they're saying that's the, the potential love triangle is Valkyrie, Natalie Portman as Thor, with Thor left out. Did someone ask for that? I don't know. Does anyone care? I don't know. Okay. I, I like think, Valkyrie. Yeah. I don't I'm know. A, I'm a little Tessa Thompson fatigued, too, though. To right. She does get Westworld's coming out again. I love, yeah, I love her. I think she's great, but, like, she is the de facto black woman for everything, and that's kind of fucked up for other reasons. Yeah. So. Yeah, she dethroned uh, Rosario Dawson and <laughs> Gamora. Oh, Gamora. Oh, Zoe Saldana. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I felt really bothered by it. I was like, sometimes I'm like on YouTube, and then some some reason I found myself watching those lip-sync battles of Zoe Saldana doing a TLC. Oh, um, but then the 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 but then uh, Chili and T Boz they both came out at some point, so it was like the real them. But then it felt felt this weird thing. It was like now is TLC at this point where like they're the background people 
lip syncing their own song and some other thing. I don't know. That just got really sad. <laughs> no, like the TLC thing just makes me sad. Like, and I think we all remember when Left Eye broke down on national television, how they ended up bankrupt. Remember? No. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember Oh, snap. That. Okay. You know what? Maybe we can throw a clip of that yeah, <laughs> in here. Like splice it but in. like she like had she did like an infographic and everything and it was like, yeah, I could see how y'all ended up with no money. All right. This is how a group can sell ten million records and be broke. And everyone get ready to do your math. When we first started out, we were kinda cocky. Okay. There are a hundred points on the album. TLC had seven. Every point is equal to eight cents. All right? Seven times eight, 56 cents. But as time went on, we learned a lot. That means every time an album gets sold, TLC gets 56 cents. So 10 million records, $5.6 million. Seems like a lot of money. Well, it's not a lot of money when the record company has spent $3 million to record your album. And in the record business, we pay all costs back to the record company. We pay recording costs, video costs. So now we have $2.6 million left. Well, guess what? When you have that much money, you're in about the 47, 48.49% tax bracket. So that immediately gets deducted to $1.3 million. Then you split the rest three ways. You got about $300,000 a piece. Is that much? Okay? $300,000. I can buy a nice house with that. And what am I going to pay my bills with? Yeah, how do they end up with the money? Like, they had to pay for, like, the video. Oh. And, like, the clothes and the makeup and the travel. Like, they ended up shouldering all the... They basically signed a fucked up contract. Yeah, okay, so it wasn't, like, living lavishly. No. Damn. That's Wait, cool. so you didn't see the TLC BET movie then? No. Oh! I didn't know there was a TLC BET movie. Oh, there is! And <laughs> it is fantastic! How long ago did it come out? Uh, I want to say three years ago. Oh, sure, okay. Well, yeah. Sure about it. it was, yeah. Black Twitter was a buzz. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, like, Pebbles was their manager, and she screwed them over. Damn. Like, big time. Yeah. Wait, we may need to edit that part out. I'm not trying to have the Illuminati come after me, so. Um, it's too late now, man. It's too late now. We're in too deep. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, do you think, like, this Phase 4 will be, like, for real? Or is it just kind of, like, it'll be, like, this thing where we think it's going to be this huge, like, I don't know progression in diversity but it really will just be the same shit wrapped in a different package yeah i think it's gonna be the same shit wrapped in a different package i think like um the thing that like now that these diversity movies are coming out like four or five generations later mm -hmm. is gonna like merge with the fatigue of superhero movies in general and then i think like white exists will just be like oh well we tried but um I don't know, because like, I feel like they're now having to be like, all right, we're going to make a comic book movie, we're going to make a superhero movie, but it's gonna, how is it different? Yeah. And now, OS, it's going to be a horror film, or it's going to be like, I don't know. Um, I think about, I keep thinking, I always think about the Westerns, how like there's no Westerns anymore, but there was Westerns a lot. Well, do you count Quentin Tarantino's movies? 
Um, I feel like he does westerns. I think he draws from that style of like, uh, you know, spaghetti western and that, like samurai films, mm-hmm. um, yeah, samurai period films. Um, but if they're straight out westerns, Kill Bill wasn't a western. That was that like perfect merger of like the the gunslinger and like yeah. the wandering swordsman. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I appreciate that because I feel like another another aside. The thing that really does it well. Do you know that anime samurai champloo? Oh yeah. It's like only twenty six episodes, two seasons, but um. Okay, I lied. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I don't watch anime. I'm just trying to play along. No, but continue. <laughs> it's like it's just um, it's by the same guy that did Cowboy Bebop, but like afterwards. Oh, okay. And then um, I know that one. Yeah, so it said in like feudal Japan and with like the uh, shogunate. And, um, but then they use, like, a lot of, like, um, like, graffiti and, like, hip-hop and, um, like, um, I guess shampoo means remix. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, like, not just, like, music, but, like, in the editing style, too, and it's cool. Oh, okay. There's always been that back and forth, right? Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, that's... It's kind of that's the other side of the appropriation discussion that comes up, and it's I mean it is a it's a discussion worth having. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Quentin Tarantino, have you seen the new movie? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, we can't talk about it then. You've seen it? Fucking okay. see, I need to go watch it now. I've... I've seen it, um, or I tried to see it, and what happened is I fell asleep five times. Oh yeah, <laughs> you told me that in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I fell asleep five times. Uh, you would think that Tarantino doing a movie that is kind of, sort of, about the Manson murders, like, would be an opportunity for Tarantino to do what Tarantino does. That is not what that movie was. Like, he showed a great deal of restraint in this very weird way with the pacing and just, like, the storylines and the framework that I just found super boring. Oh. But, like, the ending was cool. I don't want to give too much away because then we have to add a spoiler alert and, like, that's later. We can piss people off later. But, like, um, he's doing some stuff with um, speculative historical fiction that I find interesting. It's just, it was just poorly executed. And then I don't know if you heard, but, like, there is a scene in which Bruce Lee is interacting with one of the characters and Bruce Lee's daughter recently... Um, uh, like, made a statement that she was super offended by that portrayal. Oh, shit. No, I had no idea Bruce Lee or somebody playing Bruce Lee was in that movie. Wow. Yeah, she said she was super uncomfortable <clears throat> sitting in the theater and, like, watching all of these white people laugh at her father. Because, like, Tarantino turned him into, like, a punchline. Yeah. How long is he in the movie for? Maybe six, seven minutes. Shit. Yeah. Damn. But, yeah. Can't trust that Tarantino. Can't trust him as far as you can throw him. We all saw Django. Yeah. <laughs> so, upcoming art things in Portland. What's new? What are you getting into? Um, <laughs> I know homeschool is doing something. Soon. Like right now as we speak, Oh, right? yeah, they're, that one, but there's also... <laughs> What is it, July, August 26th? Okay. Something else is happening? 
at Yale Union. It probably would be useful to tell folks what that thing is. You should go to Homeschool's website. Which is? Homeschool something PDX. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. This isn't, this isn't the place you go for news and information. <laughs> this is for editorials and asides. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, let me find the website. <laughs> That's not it. What? Here it is. Okay, so it's uh, homeschoolpdx.tumblr.com, um, and it is essentially a series of artist talks um, and workshops that are then um, streamed on YouTube. And if you go to homeschoolpdx.tumblr.com, you can actually see all of the past homeschool talks. So, let's see. On August 9th from 5 to 7 p.m., there will be one um, at 5 o'clock um, at Yale Union. With uh, it'll, it'll be a dialogue with um, Johan Mihail. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes. Okay. Um, Imaginarios, Contrasexualis, and then a bunch of big... Spanish words that I don't understand. <laughs> Can you pronounce that? No. <laughs> My two years in Ivy League Spanish class, all for naught. Muy bien. <laughs> Thank you for that information, Melanie. You're Very welcome. informative. I try so that we're not complete trash. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> what else is going on? Um, oh, art things. Um, Today is August something. Um, I guess they have Portland Biennials coming up, right? Is oh, yeah. Happening? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we know a few people in it. Because um, we're fancy we? artists who we're know fancy artists. Fancy artists. Right, we drink champagne and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, other things. I'm sure there's things um, on Facebook and stuff I just, off the top of my head. Do you consider yourself plugged into the Portland art scene? I am currently unplugged, but am hoping to plug in again. Okay. So. I feel like I'm plugged in by default, um, just because, like, I work in an art school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a struggle, you know, trying to find that work-life balance, like, between making work and then going to the art things um, and supporting your friends, and being seen, and then wanting to be at home watching trash TV without wearing pants and eating ice cream. Right. It's it's a delicate balance, really. And now that we're doing this podcast, I have even more reasons that I need to stay home without pants. <laughs> watching <laughs> trash TV. <laughs> it's damned. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to go to things. Um... Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What are the things that you're looking forward to? Um, definitely looking forward to, to the Portland Biennial. Um, I know Pike is doing TBA. I want to check oh, yeah, out some stuff yeah, I there. I've heard about TBA. Yeah. Um, what else? Hmm, I was thinking of like 
driving out to Seattle and checking out some shows there. Oh, yeah, We're going to do some fun. research. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the approval. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I feel like by episode one, maybe we have a more structural approach to talking about art things in Portland. Or are we still trying to keep it super casual? Um, I don't know if we're trying to be informative. I guess it'd be fine to like bring information if that's yeah. our... And also, if y'all want to um, let us in on game about things that are happening, you can email us at natturnerproject0 at gmail.com. Um, and if you have like stuff, um, like let us know, and we'll like look it up and see if we can... Chat about it and find out more about it. Don't at me. <laughs> um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Should we have, maybe we should like in the future have like a live stream? Oh yeah, that's live. a good idea. I don't think we can live broadcast, can we? Is that a possibility? Yeah, like I think maybe if we set up a Google thing, we could. That would require more research yeah. of technical things, which is your forte. This is pretty easy. It's just a. <laughs> couple cords and unplug. <laughs> you make it look easy, Nick. <laughs> um, did you want to do a acapella version of a TI song or something? Um, okay, let me see TI. I feel like his his new songs are all so mature and about um stopping beef. I am going to refrain from saying things about T.I. on here, <laughs> but I have opinions yeah. about him. No, it'd be fine. I'm sure T.I. is used to speaking into a wire. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me try to see. What's a slow T.I. song? What kind of stuff is that? I don't know. Have you heard that new uh, Tiger song, the light Skin Little Wayne? No. <laughs> and he he like he he rep in the music video he replicates like a bunch of different little wayne videos so it starts with like a millie and then i think it's like there's some parts from like uh like the carter too where he's like fireman where he's like in the in the uh like in a an empty lot with like fire yeah and then um oh, okay. some lollipop stuff oh. um but the song's not that good, but it's kind of funny. It's just, you know, ridiculous. Well, in a semi-related note, I did want to get your opinion on a certain young rapper who was just released from a Swedish prison. Oh, yeah. I know that you were a fan. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, we're glad to have you on ASAP. Oh, who is we? America. Because <laughs> really? I remember ASAP wasn't claiming some of we... Not too long ago. Just saying. This is the divisiveness we need to squash. We need to lead by example. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll leave that one alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time I see ASAP, I always need to, like, it makes me want to step up my braid game. But I'm sure he, he does a lot have more, nice braids. He has a lot more time and money. Well, your braid game used to be pretty sweet, but I feel like you just stopped being interested in that. Well, I still braid it, um, but now I feel like I need I need to come up with some new 
grades because I feel like mm-hmm. I'm just getting tired of my limited repertoire. Yeah. I know I've been wanting to get like braid like extensions like forever and just too lazy to research mm-hmm. and find a place that'll do it. <laughs> it's weird because you know I grew up in Atlanta where like you could just walk 20 feet and find a like a spot like yeah. here you, you have to try a little harder and I'm not about trying. So, yeah. like, no, I feel like that's that's been a reason I've um, continued to just do it myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Growing up, we. Uh, do you know how to cornrow your own hair? I tried. I've, I've like, and I've watched a few YouTube videos, but um, I still don't get like the. It always it doesn't stick to my head. It always just turns into a regular braid. Oh. <laughs> um, but I think um, yeah, like my mom used to take us to like same barber shop all the time. Mm-hmm. Until eighth grade is when I stopped going to a barber shop, and then I started letting my hair grow, and then just started cutting it myself after that. Nice. I went to like I had my hair permed from I want to say the fifth grade up until I was thirty-five. Oh shit! Yeah. So the past four years I've been natural. It's been great. Okay. Yeah. Um. What was it? I think maybe from at some point, maybe how old are you when you're a sophomore? 15, 16? Yeah, something. I think when I was 16, um, I relaxed my hair and I tried that out. Mm-hmm. And um... <laughs> Really? What What did you use? Um, was it just for me? Just for me? No, I'm nope. not sure. Okay. I'm not sure what Dark it was. Um, maybe. Maybe that's what it was, because I, I would, you know, obviously had my mom help me, um, but, um, yeah, I think there's a novelty to it that I liked, but then the damage to my hair was, like, too much, and then, like, obviously, like, my mom had to, like, Vaseline my entire head, and then it burned, Yeah. um, and then what else, I started, like, uh, then I dyed it, and then that's when chunks started falling out, so I was like, hey. Wait, you dyed it on top of relaxing it mm-hmm, within for, the same time period? Um, I'm sure, like, within maybe months of each other or something. Okay. Where I bleached it and then dyed it, so. Yeah. And then this back part just was gone, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, can I ask you a question? Yeah. When you decided to permit, what, what, like, hair image did you have in your head? Like, what did you want it to look like? Um, like you going for, like, a Snoop Dogg, a Cat Williams, like... See, those are, those are the things, too, where I was, like, I still, like, um, didn't understand that. I was, like, oh, yeah, they put their hair in rollers, and, like, they have, like, the, all this other stuff they do. Yeah. <laughs> all these other you don't steps. wake up with those curls. <laughs> all these <laughs> other steps that, yeah, you take. Um, but, um, yeah, but maybe, but maybe I was, like, oh, yeah, this is gonna, it's just gonna look like um, Snoop Dogg, but it was, like, looking so much more like Slash. Oh. <laughs> but then, um... <laughs> Um, but then I was like, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's the same time, um, my mom, like, gave me the autobiography of Malcolm X, and then I was like, so I was, like, reading about, uh, relaxing hair while I was like, oh, man, I'm a sellout. (laughs) 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 Um, but, yeah. But now I'm just trying to be healthy with my hair. Because even after I stopped relaxing, I was still dyed and stuff for, like, a while. Yeah. When I first met you, your hair was dyed. Yeah. Yeah. A, you had some really cool colors too, but your hair looks great. Like you yeah. are, your hair is living its best life Thank right you. now. Yeah, well, I've actually started because um, I used to rely on my mom so much for like telling me like what products to use and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or would just like wait for her to like send me hair product care packages. Mm-hmm. But then those stopped coming. She stopped caring. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, so then I was just like, 
was a while I was like using bad shit and I was like my hair was getting dry and then I was like all right I'm gonna invest and like spend money on um shampoo and conditioner and leave-in conditioner and other conditioner hair oils and scalp oils see there's that trying thing I have to admit I have not ventured beyond the grocery store offerings (laughs) for hair products which is why my hair is I keep it pretty basic so I don't have to but like what products do you use um I don't know their brand or the names, um, but I use a, a shampoo, a conditioner. Um, then I have a couple different leave-in conditioners. I don't use both of them at the same time. Okay. Um, but then um, I, I do I do have a scalp um, scalp oil oh. that I use sometimes to like for like to more for the dry scalp than for like the hair per se. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe just a three-step um, process right now. Um, but also now. Um, you know, I used to especially would always have my hair just like back. Yeah. And then I guess it was putting more tension on my like front roots. So now I'm trying to do a lot more. I think side. I do that too with my little bandana thing. I probably need to stop doing that, but it's just so easy. Yeah. Just throw it back. Yeah. But um yeah, I've been trying to um respect my roots more. One thing that annoys me is like I thought I had this idea that like once I went natural, my hair would grow really like long. Not long, but like big and thick even though I do not have big and thick hair. And, like, it's still, like, my hair still reaches a certain point and it just won't grow past that certain point, just oh, like really? when it was permed. And that's yeah. annoying. Because I had these dreams that I have, like, this big-ass Angela Davis fro. Yeah. What, do you brush it out? Uh, not really. Oh. That's not here nor there, Max. <laughs> I think that, like, just seems to be the Okay, all right. Well, that's enough hair talk, y'all. So, <laughs> Um, any parting words? Um, we're not turning project. This is episode of zero. Come back to me at episode 200. Um, and see, tell you I told you so. Um, money over. Oh, <laughs> say something stupid. I'm say revolution over money, but then I said money over it. But then that sounds cheesy Ooh. in general, so I'm not going to say either of those things. Okay. But even though the fact that I didn't say it means I already said it, so. Mm-hmm. Parting word. Yes. And... As parting words, I will say that um, for those of us who have the courage to be artists, thank you. Oh, yeah. All right. Do we get to clap for ourselves? Is that how that works? That's clapping for what you said. Oh, okay. <laughs>